A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport. Your station. You're welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. Now, sad news reached us during the week about the passing of Mickey O'Connor, a popular and well-known man whose life revolved around Belurgan United and local soccer in the region. He was involved in soccer all his life, going from playing into coaching and fulfilling many roles within the Dundalk Schoolboys and Dundalk Summer League, Dundalk FC and the North East League. To pay tribute to Mickey as someone who began life with Belurgan and since gone on to have a very successful League of Ireland career, winning an FAI Cup in the League of Ireland, amongst other things. Recently leaving Cork to join Derry City for a second time, and of course talking about Conor McCormick, and he joins me on the line now. Um, Conor, as I said, there very sad news. Mickey would have been a man that you would have known very well. Yeah, he would have been, David. Um, like ever since uh, the first day that I called over to Belurgan uh, to join up with the club, um, him and uh, there was plenty of other great uh, people over there that are running the club and. Uh, Paddy Lynch and uh, Mickey O'Connor to be fair to them uh, they put me in the, on the right track ever since I got over there and um, I can only be thankful to, to the likes of Mickey and um, look it's obviously very sad news and um, like it's hit us hard and it's hit the club hard as well so um, look uh, you know like uh, it's tough times at the minute yeah, and I mean, obviously, there's the clubs all over the you know the country and, and all codes. We you need those kind of guys behind the scenes who drive things on. And oftentimes, when lads finish playing, they maybe drift away from the club. But Mickey obviously stayed involved, and like the you know the facilities that are up there now are among the you know the, the envy of of all the clubs around. Um, like he did so much work, as you said, plenty of other guys as well. But he he was like seemed to be a driving force behind everything that was good at Belurgan. Oh, he was indeed. He was indeed. Like over the years, obviously, he put a lot of work in with a lot of lads over there and. Um, like you can see the facilities growing uh, year on and um, like uh, the pitches and you know like uh, the nick that they're in and the astroturf and the club rooms and you know like uh, they came a long way from the station road uh, pitch across the road and that so look uh, a lot of credit has to go to these guys and um, it's a great club to be fair it's um, you know like as a schoolboy club and even a senior club um you know, like anyone from around that, like, uh, I couldn't think, like, uh, I couldn't say enough good about it, you know, and, um, like, anyone that's thinking about joining, they should, you know, like, uh, when I did, uh, when I was a young kid and that, um, like, I can't look back and regret any of that now, so, and um, the lads like Mickey, um, you know, like, uh, helped me a long way, so, and I'm still playing, uh, playing football now, so, I have a lot of thanks to uh, the likes of him. Yeah, how well do you remember your your early years out in out in Belurgan when you were just starting out, and of course you've gone on to have as I, as I mentioned there a very successful career. Mm-hmm. No, um, like obviously yeah, there was you know if there was under I think it was twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. You know, like I played the whole way up through there, and uh, the likes of Mickey would have been there every weekend, and you know like in training sessions we used to train at, like uh, on the gravel 
actually beside the club rooms there was no AstroTurf then and um, whenever we could get on the grass then in the summer months and stuff um, but I just really enjoyed it I really enjoyed it and um, like uh, when you have the likes of you know like, uh, like uh, great football men like as in uh, Mickey and um, a lot of other people over there you know uh, pushing you on and giving you uh, advice and things like that and look as I said I can only be thankful um, for the likes of him and you know like I'm still playing football uh, today and like uh, uh, things could have been different if I didn't join a club like Belorgan. Um so look uh, all I can say is like a massive thanks to uh, the likes of him and everyone putting a uh, massive effort into into Belorgan. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we pass on our condolences to his wife, uh, Ro- Rosaline, and his sons, Jared, Sean, and Daniel, and his mother, Elizabeth. Absolutely. Indeed, very, very sad news this week. Um, just to, to move the conversation back to yourself for a moment, back with Derry City, obviously after that successful spell at Cork, uh, was it a you know a difficult decision to, to leave Cork City? Obviously, as I say, we had you had a, you had a bit of success there within the win that league and, and cup. Um, you've been there a few years. You've obviously been at Derry before, so it's a place you know well. Was it a, was it a difficult decision to leave Cork, or was it kind of inevitable that you were going to go at this point? Yeah, well, look, it was a tough decision. Look, um, I enjoyed I enjoyed my three years down at Cork. Um, uh, we had great success and under John and played played with a lot of good players and uh, under a lot of good coaches and that. And um, you know, but I think just uh, the way last year has gone and the club's just gone in a different direction. Um, they're looking towards the future and they've changed a lot um, so uh, my contract was up and I had to make the uh, the best decision for myself and uh, football wise and I know Derry like I played with Derry before and I really enjoyed it and uh, I really like uh, li- uh, like the people up there and when I talked to Declan and Paddy McCord and Kevin Derry um, sat down with them a couple of times and they were telling me uh, what they want to achieve and uh, what direction they want to go and, and um look, uh, like yeah, you can only see there from last year, uh, the team that the, that they got going and the uh, the finished fourth and the new facilities up there and the Ryan McBride Stadium and uh, the gym that they have just built and like a state of the art. Now to be fair, and um, I've really enjoyed it now the first few weeks that we've gone in and um, I'm hoping that that we can have a good successful season. Yeah, and you you had that pre-season friendly, uh, the first one of the of the year against Strahd United on a Friday night. Uh, it looked pretty cold up at United Park. Did you enjoy that run out? Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. There was cold and uh, pre-season games in January now. Um, yeah, no, uh, I did. Like it was good to get going again, get the legs moving, and um, got about sixty minutes into the tank, um, uh, which is also good. No, and uh, like to be fair, uh, Strahd are a good a good team. I can see uh, Tim's doing great work up there for them and. Like yeah, they're good football inside and have some good players, so um, I'm sure they'll do well this season. What about their uh, Derry City in the in the Premier Division now? Obviously, you know there's a bit of a gap it seems emerging between Dundalk Rovers and the rest. Is that something that that you're kind of concerned about or wary of as a, as a player at Derry City? Uh, obviously, you, you competed with Dundalk for a couple of years when you were at Cork, then Cork maybe fell away a little bit. Now Rovers and Dundalk seem to be the really two strong kind of powerhouses in the division. Are you a little bit concerned mm. that the gap is going to widen between those two clubs and everybody else? No, I don't think it's going to get. Um, like I don't think it's going to get too like a too much bigger. Like uh, you know, like a Derry now that uh, Declan's bringing in uh, some good players that are you know like uh, the right fit, and um, I think that will go well this season. Now um, I know Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers will strengthen again, but. It, then again, you can only put 11 players on the pitch and um, I'm sure that we'll be up there and we'll be trying to uh, compete and trying to close that gap like as well as like uh, a lot of other teams 
um, in that in that form that will be trying to you know uh, to get into second place or to, like even hit first place and um, see how we can go. So like it will be tough, but um, I'm sure like there's no reason why we can't. And when you look at what's going on, I mean, obviously the, the, the kind of headlines in, in Irish football in the last month, two, three months even, and, and beyond that, have revolved around the FAI. And we saw the, the concern that Brian Gartland, among others, had about the, the league possibly going under. Is that something that you kind of would give a lot of thought to, or do you just kind of carry on with your with your normal training and let, let kind of all that sort of stuff sort itself out? Is it something that would be on your mind much? Yeah, well, I don't think it's like, um, I know that, like, yeah, there's an awful lot going on and not an awful lot has changed since I joined the league in 2011 which is very sad uh, you know like at the sea and like at the financial side of things is like uh, clubs have to hit Europe like obviously to make money in that and the FEI don't really seem to be putting too much effort in or, or helping or increasing the you know like if you win the league or you know win the cup or anything like that there doesn't seem to be an increase of uh of prize money in that sense but look uh, we're players in the league and we would like to think that uh, the people that run in the league that would really care about us and try and push it on and try to push the facilities on the standards on and you know to even attract players to come over better players to come over so so more people maybe would come and watch and uh, to fill the stadiums and you know like uh, it's just a pity that like uh, not much has changed in the 10 years that I've been here and I'm sure even before that um you know, so it's just a pity that they couldn't put more effort in or um, sponsorship in or bring a new sponsor in or something like that, you know, to push things and, um, you know, uh, to advance the league really. But look, uh, we're only players at the minute and um, I'm sure everyone has to come together, clubs as well, and, you know, like uh, to try to put their stamp down and try to make things better. So, um, look, uh, it remains to be seen. Just on that, you said that you've been around, as you say, since 2011 in the league. Does mm. it does it get to a stage where you basically just give up on anything changing, that you just accept what you have, that things aren't going to be, you know, as you would like, but you just have to roll your sleeves and get on with it? Because as you said, it's been it's been a long time now, and there hasn't been. Like, I mean, you could go back longer than you're, as you said, you're in the league. You could go mm. back probably 20 years uh, and mm. see and see stories and articles about improving the league, and nothing really significant has happened. So, does it get to a stage where you just kind of give up and you're resigned to things remaining more or less as they are? Yeah, well, look, we're really hopeful that things do improve, and even then, then, then uh, you hear that the All Ireland League would come into the equation, and I think like uh, there'd be no reason why they shouldn't go there in that direction because uh, at the minute, you know, like uh, things aren't really improving, so uh, why not change it? And like, because uh, it can't really get any worse, really, uh, if you look at things. But um, you know, like it is a shame, it is a pity, but look, uh, we're players at the end of the day, and we have to do our jobs, so. We can't really uh, be giving out too much, like. But um, I'm sure, like, if everyone got together and you know uh, demanded something better, then uh, I'm sure there could be a bit of change. And uh, just finally, then the All Ireland League. Obviously, there's been a lot of discussion about that at the moment. It seems like some of the mm. some of the clubs up uh, in the north aren't necessarily 100 percent behind it. But again, mm. it's that's not unanimous by any means. It's something that you you would like to see happen, presumably. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Like, I think a lot of people would would uh, welcome that in and um, you know like it brings against you know like uh, more teams into the league uh, you're playing against different opposition different personnel different players different sets of fans coming down you know um, um, and then like like obviously be a lot more competitive and um, you know so if they could reform something like that I'd definitely be you know like I definitely uh, hope that I'm still around like if it does um, 
like if it does come into play that I'm still playing um, so look uh, we'll hopefully uh, hopefully that it'll come in mm, Yeah we'll just have to wait and see I suppose lots going on at the moment off the field in the League of Ireland just one final question for you uh, you mentioned there obviously the Dock and Rovers the, the powers at the moment in the, in the Premier Division uh, what are your kind of aspirations for, for Derry City when you're going into a new season do you, do you kind of openly talk about your ambitions or your goals or do you, do you break the season up into maybe 10 game kind of spells and let's uh, let's focus on the first 10 matches and then take it from there how how is the kind of preparation for the season going in terms of you know setting your goals and targets for the season yeah, look uh, Declan sat us down like at the first day that we all come in the new players and try to get everyone settled down and then he, like he explained to us uh, on the first day of last year that there only four or five players signed and uh, the job that he done to get a group together to finish fourth and you know to qualify for Europe and now uh, this year then that he's like um, like improved that a little bit and he's still trying to push the club you know like as far up the table as possible especially with Europe coming around the corner as well but look okay, we have the dog first game of the season and um, we'll be like yeah, ready for them and hopefully give them a good game and hopefully we can get a result and look okay, we just take it as a game by game um, like yeah, we won't get too carried away or look too too far into the future yet so hopefully if we can get off to a good start get a bit of momentum um, look okay, you never know what can happen well, listen, Connor. thanks so much for taking the call and sharing your, your memories, first of all, of Mickey O'Connor. And best of luck yeah. for the season ahead. We'll keep a close eye on Derry City and see how they go. And hopefully things go well for you. I appreciate it, David. All the best. Thank you. LMFM Sunday Sport. Your sport, your station. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.